I know I called it. I know I, I know I said we can do a podcast. Is that a knife, man? No, it's a comb. Okay. <laughs> you that, could you could scare people. But no, but you, basically you, that that's white privilege. Yeah, that's white privilege. Just there. He can walk around uh, with it. That he can walk around with what something that quite clearly looks like a flip knife. And, and, still well, not, and still not get pulled, and, over. And still on, pulled over. Well, I keep it in my pocket most of the time. Yeah, I'm sure you don't, <laughs> but, so you uh, don't m- walk but around. Last time, last time, didn't we talk about you, Bav, walking around with an umbrella that looked like a sword? Yeah. That's a good one. I forgot about that. So. Yeah. Yeah. His, uh, yeah, thank you. Remember to taste uh, Brooklyn. The irony taste is the actually, nectar. I, I actually tried to do the most Indian thing with this because I didn't think I would actually end up drinking all of them. I tried to sell them to <laughs> You did try and sell them? I tried to sell them. Um, only see, that's, see that's, <laughs> that's, that's a proper Indian there. He, he, he paid $100, $100, 100 honky for three crates of beer <laughs> and thought, where can I make the mark up? <laughs> Where's my profit? Yeah, because it was, all, it was what, 24 bottles per, per... Was it 24 bottles? Yeah. Maybe, maybe I do want some compensation then. <laughs> 24. When you when you when you host the next pod um, at yours, yeah. I will come with a crate of beer. No, and, uh, and, and you know what? I will I will I know I know Pilsen's your choice, but I'm happy to step it up to the next level of, of lager. So who did you try and sell it to? Uh to the coffee shop downstairs <laughs> because <laughs> because uh he sells beer and then we yeah. talked about it, he goes, Oh yeah, I could be interested. And then my father in law came and he drank a lot. He, he just attacked did you not us. say? Did you not say you're drinking into my profit there? <laughs> I mean, I, he's my father-in-law, right? Like, I mean, yeah. it's, it's, uh, it's a given that anything in your house is his. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We, we went through a lot of like good whiskey. The snake in a room podcast, and it's starting soon with Matt Hutchinson. Gonna be having fun with some comedians. Think it's starting right about now. Hi, welcome to the Snake of the Room podcast. I'm your host, Matt Hutchinson. Uh, this episode is a race fans episode. It's your third annual race fans episode. Uh, super prolific. Uh, this time it's me, uh, Bavan Bapatani, and Jason Strickland sitting down in a park. So if there's any plane noises, that's you know why. And if there's any shocked passerbys, you know why. Um, actually, for this introduction, I'm joined by Seth Waters. Hi, I'm here. Hey, Seth. So, Seth, this podcast was actually not my idea. It was Bav's idea. Brilliant. Which is probably why I don't feel as attached to it as all the others. That makes sense. It's not your baby. Yeah. It used to be me, Bav, Jason, and AJ for the other two. Yes. But now AJ's in London, so it's a bit he hard is. to get hold Sorry, of. We miss you, AJ. But, yes. So, um, yeah, this not being exactly my idea, I don't know what the format should be. And um, the guys are quite friendly. We're all quite friendly. So that leads to just a lot of chit chat, which then leads to a lot of editing. That's why it takes a year to edit one of these down. Yeah, because when you have three people riffing freely on top of each other, there's a lot of content to wade through. Yeah, and it's hard to pick out a through line. Indeed. Yeah. And also just booking three people to come and sit down around microphones. Some people are very busy and it's hard they to are, get them into are. a room. Um, but some interesting points get made towards the end and in the middle and also at the beginning. So I say listen to all of it. Don't skip. As as you should. Yeah. Don't have commitment issues. Finish the episode. Um, some really revealing stories towards the end about uh, Bab's, how should we say, uh, CV questions. Resume questions. Do, are, does he put questions on the resume? 
No, more questions about how to make the resume. Ah, he's asking questions. Yes. Um, I was recently updating my CV and then I decided that I'm not searching for another job. Uh, but let me tell you something. Uh, you always think your CV looks like crap compared to everyone else. Unless you like directly stole the font and formatting from someone, right? But I think that uh, for a CV, um, it's fine if it's if it looks different or weird. It's it's hard. The formatting is what disconcerts me. Like, uh huh. Do you go for bubbles or circles? No. Just straight lines. No, just classic typing on a text with a nice clean font. I yep. usually use Garamond. Mm -hmm. I'm a big fan of Garamond. Um, it's like Times New Roman, but a little bit more authoritative. I find. Um. Uh, I also enjoy Walter Turncode, which is more of a handwritten, all-capital font, but um, that's just what's available on Google Documents. So, yeah, I'd love to hear Bav's uh, CV reflections. Well, hopefully this will drop soon and you can listen s to all um, the, uh, the, insights. Info, the insights. Yeah, and all the musings and the dilemmas that come with writing a CV. Well, uh, I don't know what industry he technically works in, but I hope he finds something. All I know is he flies to Singapore a lot, which is great, but also frustrating when you're trying to write a comedy song with him or, you know, hang out with him because yeah. he's a cool dude. Yeah. He's a pretty cool dude. Well, jealous of his suits. <laughs> good suits. Some good suits. Some good whiskey, too. Oh, yes. That had to get cut from this episode. There was a whole whiskey riff. But I did put that up on my Instagram. If you want to look for Bav's whiskey riff, you can listen to it on my IGTV. What's and and uh, Matt? Yeah. Well, yeah. Tell us your yes. Instagram. Oh, thanks for asking, Seth. My Instagram is eight oh eight bbq. Fantastic. What's your Instagram, Seth? Uh, mine is Seth Thinks Thoughts. Fantastic. Uh, which is very difficult to say. Um, can I ask about the 808 BBQ? I know the 808 is the drum. Yeah. And the barbecue is barbecue. Yeah. So. Does your heart ever beat like an 808 barbecue, in the words of Kesha? I think if I've had too much barbecue, you can kind of feel it. Yes, yes. Yeah. Both both in the heart from the cholesterol and in the gut from the lack of dietary fiber. Yes. Uh, this is, I'm a vegetarian. I mean, definitely so a lot I'm of uh, triples on the snares there, if you know what I mean. Uh, I don't, but triple is more than one, so that sounds intimidating. <laughs> So you shot this entire... So when you say it's a race fan... Race fans is the title. Yeah, yeah. So... Um, like race as a as construct of where people creeds. are from? Yeah. Ah, okay. Colors and creeds. Um, okay. Well, it's it's good that you had uh, not white people on there. Like I said, this was not my idea. <laughs> yes. No, it was uh, Bav and Booptani's. Basically Bav's um, idea, What yeah. a lovely... But I, I, I will say, though, you and... Bav and Jason, uh, it's just an, a lovely orgy of British accents to listen to. Sort of like the Southern British, Bav's got more of just general posh, and uh, Jason sounds like he'd just get out of a fight. I so like how you think Bav's is posh. It is. His is. I think his is a bit posher than yours. Oh, I could say that, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm not sure as I would call Bav's accent posh, but... I, it's nice that you think it is. It sounds posh. There you go, yeah, yeah. Yes, although I have met a few British people who are speaking to me, and it's like, oh, you sound like the BBC. So, no, he's not quite BBC posh. Hmm. He still mumbles. <laughs> well, listeners, see if you can pick it up and see if you can tell where Bav, Jason, and I are from, just from our accents. Actually, that comes up in the episode. Oh, we do talk about accents. Brilliant. And, and how people may 
prejudge you have incorrectly I, or correctly have on your I successfully accents. punted two topics that have come up in the episode that I have not listened to yet I think you punted that one just then. I yeah. think the CV, I might have said that before. Yes, yes. Okay, so we've had two uh, illusions. Yeah, yeah. foreshadows. Um, not foreshadows. Foreshadows. Foreshadowing. Uh, yeah, let's foreshadows. Let's say although foreshadows might be overstating it. Yeah. Let's call it three shadows. Sure. Um, it's not that important in the grand scheme of things. Maybe it doesn't deserve a four. Were there any screaming children in the background that people can expect from the park? There were... It was a bit late for screaming children. I'd rather not say because oh, everyone know where I live. It's a secret. Okay. But. He was in Hyde Park in London. Yeah. There w- we did have to walk up a slight incline to get to the park. And Jason and Bav found that very perturbing. Um, I know They're which park upset. you're talking about. I think I was just in this park the other week with a friend. <laughs> really? It's like you have to walk up to get there. I mean, yeah, yeah that's true. Oh my God, we'll talk about it once we're done recording. But I think I was in the same park. <laughs> I was like, hey, let's go to this park. And then, oh, that's a hill. So let's go to, up. Oh, that's also a hill. Up. Oh, oh, that's also, oh, I guess we're taking a hill. There was a good bit at one point. Uh, well, we do have some passers-by that we have to deal with at some point in the recording. But I think most of that was edited out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't think you can hear the basketball courts. Lovely. Yeah. But if you do hear them, listener, um, do tweet at me. What's my Twitter handle? Uh, Barbecue Boy 66, I think. Barbecue Boy 66. 66. Yeah. Yeah, just three shy of a fun time. So, uh, you really like barbecue. So, I don't... Uh, you'll have to tell me when your birthday is, but I'll remember to take you out for barbecue for your birthday. What happens at 70? I don't get What? S- three shy. So, 66 plus three is 70. Dude, that's not how counting works. No? What's 66 plus 3? Oh, 69. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. uh, He's not a math teacher. It's fine. That's true. Oh, my God. Yeah, 66. Yeah, yeah. Okay, got it. Good, moving on. Quickly, no one noticed that. Shut up, (laughs) shut up, shut up, shut up. No one noticed that. Edit point. Take it out, take it out, take it out. Well, I'm excited to listen to this episode nonetheless. Everybody, listeners. Please enjoy Race Fans Part 3. You're listening to the Snake in the Room podcast. I swear the last time it was like, this is Race Fans, where four comedians in Hong Kong sit down and talk about race. Well, there we are. You've done the intro. Oh, it's supposed to be you. Oh, fine. I'll do it. And this is Race Fans, where three comedians, because one was fucked off, in Hong Kong talk about race. We have a black person, supposedly, a white person. Hello. And me, a brown person. And I'm that supposed black person. I'm Matt Hutchinson, the white person. I'm Bavin Bathani, the brown person. And I'm black person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jason. <laughs> Great. So, so, so what, 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 what shall we, what shall we kick off this well, with? Well, oh my god, topics. so many false starts tonight. Right. Well, <laughs> I mean, look, okay, the first no, thing no, I want to talk we about. We get into well, a flow, and then we're like, oh. Well, <laughs> well, we, well look, I, I mean, if, if that's we, if, my if, fault. if we're if we're start at a break, if we're start for um, starting points, the point I want to start off is that, um, and this this is something that I'm going to probably write some material on. Yeah. But it's what's interesting for an Indian person living in Hong Kong is that you don't have, or I don't have, the the same stereotypical baggage that I do from the UK. So my parents owned a corner shop. 
Actually, they owned a shop, two shops, neither one a corner. Can you fucking believe that? Well, anyway. then you're not real Indians, <laughs> are you? I'm a fucking shit Indian. And I've said that before. But yeah, I mean, like, so they owned it. They you're acting Indian, but you're not real if you haven't got a corner I shop. I don't think I'm acting Indian. I think I'm very much acting you Caucasian. You dress white. Uh, yeah. Get treated that way. <laughs> that's the thing, isn't it? It's, that's the thing about race and stereotypes. So you have to dress a certain way to be uh, a, a certain colour. You know, a, a person going, yeah. if you... If your if your pants if you're black and your pants are not down near your near your butt cheeks, then you're not black. If you don't if you don't kiss your teeth, you're not black. Yeah, there you go. That's from the Indian. That's <laughs> pretty on, good, man. right? Yeah. That's pretty good, wasn't it? Yeah, that was all right. But yeah, I mean, I think I think my point was like, so in 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 the UK, the the stereotypes for Indians are thus: they either own shops. They are either taxi drivers, actually mainly the Pakistanis. Um, they are either doctors or accountants, right? That's basically the British Asian stereotype. And I genuinely have no idea what the Indian stereotype in Hong Kong is. So I don't actually have a stereotype that I can even play off. And I was just going to throw that out there. It's like saying, is that something that the rest of you feel when you're in Hong Kong that whatever racial stereotypes you had about your own race from the UK, do they transcend here in Hong Kong as well? Or are they different? Um, uh, for me, I think, yeah, I think that, I think the stereotype for a black person, even though people say to me, I'm not really black, uh, is is here. Uh, you still get pulled over by the police. Um, that's, well, that that's a stereotype, that's just an action, but yeah, I think that there, I, I do think there are the similar thoughts of a black person in 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 Hong Kong that I would have the same in the UK. Yeah, so not many different ones. Mm-hmm. Not nothing uh is there any different ones that have been added on? Well, you know, a stereotype is that, you know, there's been times there's been times that I've been walking down the street or Do people still the, ask to see your penis? Uh no, they don't. Um <laughs> and if they did they'd be disappointed. <laughs> Uh, but there's there's been times and walk down the street or you sat on the MTR yeah. and someone you know some woman will go to hold their bag, will you know just just cover their bag, um, and you you see this in the distance as you're walking down that yeah. they've been fine and then you sit next to them and it's just a slight you know from the corner out of the periphery you just see them moving their bag to a safer distance from away from you to the other side. Uh, but that's something. But that's something. It's something to laugh at, really, because it's just ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but that was the same thing in the UK. And do you think I? I've, I mean, I, I may have mentioned this before, right? But my pet theory might be is that there isn't a uniformed like th- there isn't anything like like brown music, right? If I say the term brown music, it almost means nothing. But if I say black music, mm-hmm. I think it invokes to whoever it's, I say it to something. Uh-huh. It may not be the same thing to everyone else, but it invokes something. And I think there's something called black culture that exists and is something that seems to be widely followed or, or, or known about. Um, and I don't think the same thing is with brown culture. Um, and, I, I, and I wonder if how much of that plays into, into that notion that racism, therefore, is also um, fairly homogenous for black people almost across or the globally. world globally, whilst it's not the same for brown people because brown people across the world don't have that same cultural identity in the in the same same way. Mm-hmm. Well, if we've already touched on it, should we be touching on it again? 
I mean, I don't know if we had touched on that. I don't. I, don't I know thought we did it the last one. Well, fine. No, Not then, to say that we can't talk about it again, but you don't want to. Yeah, to ha- rehash it. Yeah, you don't want to repeat. We definitely so. talked about the police last time. Yeah, um, I was going to do little recaps on police. Yeah. Um, see, you know, I on that. Sometimes you're caught up in your own, own world of how, you know, post. Not all the time, but how people look at you, that you're not thinking about how people look at others, other cults, you know, other other races, other cultures. Oh, other interesting. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So you're. So we, you know, there's always this. Uh, racism is black and white. Is black is black uh-huh. and white, and then you don't you don't look at the. Um, the creeds within the cup within a race, you know. Right. So you know you have white, you have white people, but then you have uh, Polish or Slovakian, you know, uh, uh-huh. Eastern Europeans, and you don't you don't see that. You know, you're too focused sometimes on your own issues and your own problems in that way of how people how people approach you and how people deal with you that you're t- you're in a sense blinkered by that and don't in a sense pay respect that other people are having problems and issues as well. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we're saying well, there should be an ethical form of racism, right? Where we... Equal... <laughs> 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 right, I mean, that's what... That's, like that's equal opportunities to racism. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, we, we all should learn how to be racist. To everyone. To everyone. To everyone. In equal you know. manner. Well, the, uh, do you know, it's funny you should say that because when it does come to when it does come to race, and I used to do this, I used to do this bit, didn't really last that long, about how if if words like snowflake or, you know, there's, you know, Calling someone vanilla, calling a white person vanilla, yeah. just doesn't have the same. Doesn't have the same, same effect. So yeah, it's like yeah, how you doing, nigga? How you doing, snowflake? Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, it doesn't really. Um, it's not going to cause you to get mad. Yeah, because it's it, it's nothing. You know, yeah. certain you know words. Those certain words that have been out there, you know, hurt. But for a white person, what can you call a white person? That really, is, is like, really going to get them. It's really going to get them to go home. Yeah. And start, start pacing around a flat like I'm gonna fuck someone up. <laughs> so, I mean, white people naturally have that 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 status of power, don't they? Yeah. So it's yeah. almost impossible to to say anything cutting to a white person other than say you're privileged. And like, How dare you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? I know. <laughs> I mean, I did, I did I did try doing this unsuccessfully. Like I tried writing a song called "All Not All White People Are the Same." Um, as a way to educate local Chinese people about how they shouldn't just be racist to white people in a generic way, <laughs> and that you know, and I, the lyrics were something like you know, the the, the French, uh, the, the French are rude, the Italians are sleazy, all the Polish work in IT, and as for a German, I've yet to meet one in Hong Kong, but if I did, but I bet they'd be like all the other Germans in Germany. Um, <laughs> like, like, just yeah. very generalized. Just very generalized. Um, and then, uh, 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 but who was sleazy? The, the, the Italians, Italians yeah. I mean, I mean, and, and they are. Yeah, well, that's I mean, like, let's not let's not be around the bush here. Well, the stereotype, <laughs> you know, you know, we talk about stereotypes of black people is, uh, you know, chicken wings. Mm. You know, eating chicken wings. You know, I was actually coming, I was coming out of, uh, I was coming out of Burger Joys, and um, as I do, I go down on a Thursday, usually to get the three dollar wings. <laughs> I, uh, actually, last time when we did the recording, you came with some chicken wings, yeah. 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 Um, and as I came out of Burger Joyce, there was a guy that I know, and he was like, he saw me in the chicken wings. He was like, "We're well, not really happy to stereotype, are you, Jason? <laughs> <laughs> you know, walking down the street with chicken wing and a beer in your hand." I was like, "Well, yeah, there are. I think there are certain there are certain stereotypes that are that that are true. Yeah, you know, they wouldn't exist otherwise. Yeah, yeah. 
and one of them is you know you know black people like chicken yeah but we you know we like a, we like a, a lot of other fucking foods <laughs> but chicken does you know it's up there at the top of the list <laughs> depending depending on where depending on where you're from though you know so if you're if you're you know from Jamaica or if you're Nigerian you you'll be talking about jollof rice or if you you know or or well, you got jerk or chicken fufu. Have you? right or you got jerk chicken in you know which for the longest time i just thought it was a chicken they just been you know jerking off jerked off yeah yeah Bef- before before <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you tug it off before before you slit its neck you know make sure it has a moment of pleasure and then make sure it's out. empty yeah yeah make sure it dies happy yeah i mean I don't know you'd, about want you. that, you'd want that yourself, yeah. wouldn't you? If you knew he was yeah. about to die, you'd want one you're last whack. Well, no, I, no, I think no, because the chicken doesn't know it's going to die, right? So I think I think what you think it makes the meat better. No, I just you know, like how animals, if they know they're about to die, mess. There's something that goes into their blood and it messes with the meat. Maybe yes, listeners, tough. listeners of all five of you, this has nothing to do with race. <laughs> Killing the chicken after he's had a wank. But I mean, <laughs> I I would imagine because like every time after I've I've knocked one out. Um, you've got you've got like a list, at least at least like a minute or two of, I mean, I mean, bliss might be a strong word, mm-hmm. might be a strong word, but a genuine sense of like everything is right with the world, <laughs> you know. And if I died at that moment without knowing I was going to die, what a great time to die! Well, would you though? Because usually, if you you know, if you have a wank, you say you really you know you're horny and you have a you have a wank, yeah. There's a moment of dirtiness. <laughs> Do you know that? Like oh. And does that come for you literally the second after the 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 the, the boys have exited the the tunnel? I wouldn't say literally at, at that moment, but maybe like a couple of seconds after, like <laughs> yeah, I feel a bit dirty now. Feel a little bit, feel a little bit dirty. Maybe I shouldn't have come in that cup. <laughs> maybe I shouldn't have come in that tissue box, which I've done, which I've done before. When in I was younger. the box. In the box, yeah. Like, I'd, you didn't take the tissue I out. I couldn't find anything. I was like, what's going on? <laughs> so the box was empty. You had an empty box. And then what you decided to do, I mean, either you're boasting about how great your girth is because you had some traction, or. <laughs> Why did I let that out? The, of the, the sheer volume I mean? of what you were going to release could fill needed that volume of space. That's that is exactly <laughs> it, bro. But it was, you know, <laughs> must have been about 16, 17. You never, you never do that. You look around like, right, where am I going to come? You don't always want to do it on your chest. No, I'm prepared. You know? I'm prepared because before I start, I don't, I don't just have spontaneous moments of deciding. <laughs> you know what? Oh, I've just started wanking. When did that start? Like one of my, one of the things my my wife said to me um, about porn when we, when we started dating. Put that away. It was <laughs> what, what, what she said that porn is um, inherently racist. Right. That that was her opening argument. And her opening argument was that uh, you know you, you, when you when you search where you type made it I mean like Asians big tits right and and uh, but you never type white big tits right and I went. That's not because so it's white heteronormative. But, 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 well, you don't. You but, don't, but put you white, don't do you? need you, to. You put BBW. But the thing big is, busty women. Right, big busty. But the thing is, like, but my point is, like, there's no, there's you no don't. Yet. You don't need to put like you. you the, the working assumption is, and maybe it is racism because the working assumption is that if I type in big black clock, but is that because you're working in English? Like if you were well, writing, if, in well, exactly. If I was writing in, in Cantonese yeah. or Mandarin, then obviously it would, would come you have up to with Chinese. Well, yeah. but then you probably would, right? But but if you're if you're from a West if you're if you're if you're writing in English type in English, and you just type in big boobs, you, you're doing it because you know it's going to be white, right? And occasionally it will be some other necessity, but the vast majority will probably be white unless you specify the race. So maybe mm. she's got a point. Actually, is porn racist? Um, 
it's it may, it, is it maybe not is it racist? Mm, I'm not too sure. Is it misleading? <laughs> what do you mean? Go on, <laughs> yeah. go on. What do it you mean by misleading. misleading? Well, it's misleading. So it's supposed to be a fantasy, right? Well, yeah, it was misleading. In that all right? So all right. So for as a black guy, yeah, um, you are meant to based on based on uh, when we talk about porn, yeah, that every 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 black dude in a porn in a porn video has a massive cock. It's just, you know, you look at Tony Everetti, big, you know, I've obviously, I've obviously, I've obviously followed <laughs> this guy. I've, I've, obviously, I've, I've obviously followed this guy. Yeah, uh, that, I'm a big fan. That sentence alone just shows how much research yeah, you've done for this. Go yeah, on. I'm a big fan of his, um, <laughs> you know, he's my hero. Uh, he's a black dirt diggler. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, so if you, so women, so women, you know, who ever watch porn, yeah. see that and, you know, this is this hasn't happened for many years, but it used to happen where you'd get a woman, you know, saying, "Oh, you you must have a big cock because you're black." Yeah, right. You know, and that's always that's always something that has come up, and it's just you know, I I don't have the massive, I don't have a big black cock like you would see in porn, which is why it's also misleading. You know, not every black guy it's like you could say that not every Chinese has a small as a small penis right when you look at you know uh, yeah. when you look at porn so i do think it, there there is a uh yeah there is a slight racism there's a slight misleading some kind of selection bias yeah yeah within was it the producers um what, I mean, well, of course because it is fantasy isn't it well I mean, do, say, I mean, do you think you know you want the bet looking at porn is is an escapism and that you don't you, yeah you not necessarily have that type of uh type of sex or you know the, the fantasies are carried out bdsm and this that and the other so it's an escapism so when you look at it people are actually thinking all right this is this is what i want and then ultimately they're ultimately they're um disappointed so to, so to speak when they're not being able to get that from from their partners uh -huh. you know what i mean but that's that digresses away from the fact that it can be. I think it can be a bit racist. But do, I mean, do you think then porn plays a significant role in propagating stereotypes? Ooh. Because like, I mean, the, the, the classic ones are like you know, Asian Asian women are submissive, um, white women are far more promiscuous. Um, you know, black men have larger penises. Um, you know, Italian men are typically plumbers. Like, I mean, the, are these? <laughs> I don't think it was Italian. Was it Italian? <laughs> I was oh, my Mario was, and I and I bashed a lot off to Mario. Mario, well, yeah, Italian Rocco Sofridi. He was. Uh... <laughs> Shit, I've just realised I've watched a lot of porn over no, my time. No, no, it's not just watching a lot of porn; it's the research. <laughs> yeah. Well, Tony Everetti was, you know, he, he had this famous line: "This guy, there's this white guy, who who couldn't." Um, who couldn't finish? Uh, he just didn't have. He just didn't have the energy in him. <laughs> and he um he he high fives he high fives Tony, Tony Everetti who's like six one nine off the bench baby, <laughs> like he's being tag teamed in from a wrestling match. Yeah, but, but bang! So, so therefore he he references Rey Mysterio's. Um, if that's Rey Mysterio, is that Rey Mysterio? That's Rey Mysterio's. <laughs> that's Rey Mysterio's finishing move six one nine. And Rey Mysterio is famously five foot two Mexican. So yeah, I, know, I mean, yeah, I know Ray is. Yeah, yeah, I was a big fan of Ray. Well, I just, uh, just doing it for the for the pod fans, uh, <laughs> oh, just in case they weren't big WWE aficionados. Like, I didn't know you were into wrestling. I was back in the day. Oh, okay. Back I in the day. I was just gonna say something awkward then. <laughs> oh, maybe we should watch wrestling together. Because <laughs> I fucking love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. That was uh. 
Yeah, I think porn has yeah it has elements there of racism. You see, discrimination. It's a good, good job we started talking about wanking because yes, we haven't we gotten to the, we haven't yeah. gone to this, which is ultimately about race. You know, yeah. so. Yeah. So go go us for finding angles into. We get there. We, we get there we, somehow. We get there. <laughs> it may take about an hour, but we, we will get to the point. Which is actually ironic because when it comes to wanking and sex, it never takes an hour. <laughs> like it, no, it doesn't. No, no. I'm the Usain Bolt of sex. No, you're <laughs> like, quick. You're quick. Oh no, you know, I, that's why I never got. I never got that with. Uh, you don't train. I never got that with <laughs> with Sting. What did Sting. you say? Don't train. Don't train. Bolt famously doesn't like to train or didn't like to train. Sting tantric. St- yeah, tantric. Loves yeah, to yeah, lie there. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, do you know what? After a while, I just get bored. I just get bored. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I mean, I like to last long enough so my wife feels fulfilled, which I haven't done a survey on, and I don't want to. No. no. Um, but like, I just, I, just, I, I just work be happy this. in the fact that you're still married. You have got two kids. <laughs> yeah. Right. And she still loves you. Yeah. Well, I mean, I haven't asked her that either for a while. <laughs> yeah. So that's, I don't want to pull it the thread. She hasn't, <laughs> she hasn't said it either. But you're like, you know what? <coughs> Let's not rock the boat. No. But uh, yeah, it's like. It's like uh, <laughs> Quantum, you don't you don't look at it, you just know it there. You know it's there. What's the what's his name in the cat in the box? Schrodinger's, Schrodinger's cat. cat. Yeah, yeah. Just don't don't test. Yeah, it. I don't, don't know that. it. Is that well the Schrodinger's cat thing is like if you put a cat in the box, how do you know the cat's still in the box? <laughs> okay, right. Uh, uh, is, is, that that right? That, is, that, is that right, Matt? Yeah, no. It's, uh, it's I have a butchered Schrodinger's cat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we need to go into. Okay, it. all right. I'm gonna look that up. I'm gonna, you know, I'm one of those ones. If I don't know, I will say. So I'll go look at. I mean, basically, I thought, I thought it's a I thought did. experiment where there's a cat in the box. It's got some poison in there with it, but the poison might have gone off or not. You won't know until you open the box. But by opening the box, you let off the poison anyway. Okay. So while you keep the box closed, it's the yeah, cat yeah, yeah. is alive and dead at the I same get time. It, I get it. Uh, so that's why. So if you don't, don't ask the wife, yeah. she lo- both loves you and doesn't love you at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but hang on, but, but the assumption. Oh, well, I mean, it's a bit, it's a, no, <laughs> but, no, hang on. It's, it's nothing uh, like, you know what, no, because like, there's a chance that if I open that box, she might say, yeah, she does love me. Whereas in your scenario, the cat is dead. Yeah, true. Yeah, your relationship could be dead as well. Yeah, yeah. Which is why sometimes no, it's just best not to know. But Matt's saying it's, it's, it's guaranteed to be dead if I ask the question. I was trying to get more for uh, philosophical. No, the um, the uh, quantum superstate when you've got a photon. It's a photon, yeah. When you observe it, when it, you observe it, it, it yeah, then you, you it goes all to yeah, hell. Yeah, right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Less okay. Than a dead cat. Okay. Well, yeah. de- so none of those relationships are dead cat. <laughs> dead. <laughs> this ain't gonna get into the podcast. You know what is going on? No. Is that a knife? Knife. Is that a knife? Knife. Uh, but you wanted to talk about hair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and what was your? What did you want to talk about? So um, I know hair, but what's the? Yeah, yeah. You know, what's the angle? Do you? So what? <laughs> have you? Ex- oh, oh, Bav. Yeah. <laughs> for, the, for the listeners at home, let me just. You say Jason is. Uh, <laughs> let me just. Uh, Jason is a smooth man. Yeah, yeah. Both with uh, with, no with hair. at the bar and on top of the head. Yeah, uh, literally and bold, no. which is actually freshly, uh, freshly shaved just before I came out. I don't know if, if it was a subconscious thought that <laughs> yeah. we were going to be talking about hair. <laughs> that I thought, let me just take off the little that I have. 
Have you ever had like any pressures either at school or work or just from, uh, I don't know, strangers in the street to style your hair a certain way or not go for a certain yeah, look no, um, the, based uh, on race? No, yeah, hair. I think, I think it ties in with the way you expect people to dress. Like hair comes into that too. Yeah, hair was something that was um, at school. When I, so when I, did have, when I did have full set of hair and I hadn't gone receding, um, I used to wear my, I used to, I used to wear my hair like a high top. Uh, so if yep. anyone remembers back in the day, showing the age and all that, but kid and play, kid and play, yeah. You know, um, and so I used to have a, what you call a skin fade, which is, you know, literally, well, if you know, literally shaved, shaved around the sides and then a flat top, um, on the, on the, on the top on of the, top. on top of the dome. Yeah. Mm. And, um, so I went into school and I was in a predominantly white school. Um, I'll say predominantly. There's only me, my sister, and one Indian kid. I so know what you're sister. I have a sister. Yeah, she's uh, she's older than me. Um, and so going to school, and they pull me aside and tell me, you know, call my and call my dad in and say, you get like a tap on the shoulder. How do they do that? Well, no, they just you know yeah, just said, to the office. yeah, they, uh, my dad got contact. Yeah, my dad got <laughs> yeah. Get off my my Thank dad you. got um my dad got contacted yeah um to come to school to discuss my uh my haircut and they said that I had to was they, he, did he was he expecting it to be a, a positive conversation like we're really digging Jason's hair I don't, yeah yeah because that's the reason why you get so you get your parents to school yeah. hey just wanted to Dude. say just wanted to say your son's haircut is the bollocks. Just had to get in the office, shake we your hand. We appreciate you letting him come to school <laughs> looking like a race ahead, which is what they used to call uh, kid and kid. Some might say he's uh, cut above the rest. Oh, so. go on, Bav. God, those drinks are working for you. <laughs> um, and so they said that I had to cut my, I had to cut it off. And my dad was like, no. He's like, no, why? And they said, oh, it didn't, it didn't fit. Uh, the school's, you know, the school's uh, sort of rules of haircut, this, that, and another. And my, I remember my dad saying that he pointed out, because he walked around the school, yeah. he, he wanted, he pointed out girls that had purple hair, uh-huh. girls that had done this, and guys that had spiky hair, this, that, and another. Yeah, yeah. And was basically saying, well, if that's okay for them, why is it not okay for my son to wear his hair like this? Um, so he took me out of school for three days. Uh, because they said that he was, you know, suspended for three days, and when I went back, I went back with a flat top, <laughs> and I didn't, I didn't, I didn't cut it. Yeah, um, yeah. So that was that was that was the first time that I'd actually uh, come across any 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 issues about a hair, you know, my hair. Now, I don't know. I never, I never once grew an afro. I had an afro at school. I wish I did because now I have no hair. <laughs> <laughs> I know I try. I've got hair, but the way the way it grows is that it has a widow peak, so it doesn't yeah. exactly look that attractive when it gets a bit, you know, when it gets a bit big. Um, so I never, I never grew an afro. Uh, I would imagine if I did, I'd have got the same. But you, when you, when I did have, you know, uh, longer hair, you'd always get people coming up wanting to rub it, you know. Wanting, right, yeah. to, wanting to rub your hair and wanting to feel it and oh it's so different it's so sp- you know yeah. and, I, and, and the thing is you know there is a uh, particularly races as such but it's, it's like voyeurism weird yeah. curiosity Curi- yeah but or they want to rub your head it's still a bit of a weird invasion rub your head. of personal yeah. space but I have never you. I have never seen a black guy or a brown guy or a brown woman you know 
go up to a white person like, oh, let me feel, let me, you know, let me touch your hair, let me feel it. Oh, it's so long and stringy. You know, you never. Well, I, I get mean, that with the beards sometimes. Well, I was People want to like, run their fingers surely, through it. Surely the mainland Chinese do it. To, to white people a lot. Well, to feel their hair. I mean, I've heard like um, complaints in the UK that um, they say that uh, Asian Asian hair would blunt the the shears quicker. Like it's harder hair. Never heard that. So like heard hairdressers that. would sort of almost avoid Asian hair. Asian hair. What? Because it was made out of fucking metal. Or something. Yeah, well, yeah. When you say Asian, you mean Indian, right? Because uh, well, no. Uh, as well. Oh, okay. Uh, East Asian. Well, yeah. God, when you talk about hair with Indians, man, I know it's so 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 fucked up. To say, it is so. But when you talk about luxurious. you talk about hair, you know, you see, you know, you saw some girls at school, man. You know, they had more fucking facial hair than than, yeah. than I did, and still to this day, there's some women that have got more facial hair than me. I'm like, <laughs> uh, do you ever wax? <laughs> do you know? And I, that that's that was so. I most likely would have been, you know, a little bit racist, you know, uh-huh. when it comes to Indians yeah. and. The mops that they had, it just it right. was just thick. Yeah, it was just you know just, and it was prominent. Yeah, you know, and and it's, there's one crazy it's dark photo of as you, well, isn't Bav, it? online with massive barnet. Yeah, I think you even describe it in the. I think you're doing a GoFundMe to cut it. Wasn't yeah, it? yeah, I raised like one thousand five hundred pounds to get that thing shaved off. Jesus Christ, man! You must have had a lot. Hopefully. It was a lot of hair. <laughs> like I could chew on it. Like oh, really, yeah, really, like it was a lot of hair. Like, uh, yeah. How long? How long did he let it grow to? I mean, the thing is, like, it would have been like six months or something. Like, it would have, it wouldn't have been that long. And uh, you know, the thing, the speed at which my hair grows has probably diminished a bit. But like, yeah, give my hair six months. It's gonna be. I could, I could, I could definitely chew on it. But you could chew on it. And yeah. you used to do that at school. You sh- well, no, this this was in in a professional context uh, when I had <laughs> that done. Yeah, oh, really? This, you oh, was, how old was you? That's been like 20, 25, 26. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You just thought it was cool to have that, that sort of well, thing. I mean, it's that sort of thing sitting on the top of your head. Even <laughs> even to this day. Like a fucking bird's nest. Like uh, <laughs> I, I still see myself as a 16-year-old indie kid that's listening to shoegazing, like indie music. And uh, that's me. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just. If you, you know. can see my face, people, I have no idea who this band is. Shoegazing. Shoegazing is a genre. It is a genre. Oh, it's shoegazing. Like stand is a there genre. and look at your shoes. Oh, shoegazing. Yeah, because it's it's yeah. it's, oh, it's so it's so <laughs> it's it's kind of like low low. Maybe if you pronounce your words, my Do you friend. You think it was Yiddish? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is? Who's that band? That's that's just one that has just gone past me. So yeah. you just used to walk down head. Yeah, I mean, and, and I was in bands, and I would play music and stuff, and and sing and things like that. But like, it was. Uh, you yeah. could have been. You could have been uh, in yesterday. You seen that film yesterday about yeah. the Beatles? Oh yeah, so <laughs> that's fucking so, racist. Right? Yeah, <laughs> the, the only film that you can think of when with an Indian protagonist, <laughs> yeah, yeah, or yeah. a man of you know, Southeast Asian heritage who used to be in EastEnders. Jesus, that's Is actually that what he used to be. Yeah, yeah, he used to be in EastEnders. He used to play a real dopey. Um, uh, what was he? He was um he did every job, but he was a market stall inspector. Ah, uh, I forget yeah, his yeah, name, yeah, but no, I forget, his name, I forget yeah. his name. However, I have to say what a good actor he is because he played that he played that character in EastEnders so well that when I saw him in yesterday, I was like, oh god, you're actually, you're actually you're actually not a bad actor because I just thought you was one of those actors that came out of drama school didn't have anything better to do and just went in EastEnders because that's all they could get. <laughs> Nice, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I, I, anyway. I mean, I'll, I'll check the movie out. Yeah, do it. Know. It's a good film. Uh, it's a good film. I haven't watched it. 
It's good for Indians. Yeah, yeah, you know, good to good to see an Indian playing the guitar. You know, uh, you don't see that often. No, <laughs> unless you watch Bollywood films. Yeah, yeah, and even then, the number of Bollywood films I've seen where an Indian actor is playing the guitar, and all they're literally doing is strumming, at, strumming it, and the guitar's clearly gone through five, six key changes and notes, right? And and the, and the finger positioning is still on C major. Like, <laughs> it's just like that is it. That is like. Yeah. It's all it's all in post it's all in post production. <laughs> so what what goes on with your hair then, Matt, as a as a white person? You know, uh, you don't get you don't get people coming up to you. You said about the beard. The beard, but no, no there's a bunch of massive interest in my hair. I think when I was younger I used to um I would dye it a lot or bleach it oh, in colours or not. Oh everything, mate. Uh, one time my favourite, I had red at the front. And then short, short and blonde at the back. Yeah, beautiful fool. Red curls, <laughs> yeah, fool. big time. <laughs> you absolute idiot. <laughs> I mean, I had. Why would you do that to yourself? <laughs> I, I had electric red hair um, when I was uh, when I was in my late teens, early twenties. See, yeah. I never did that. I never did. That. Apart from well, it was it was temporary. Uh, I was working in Blackpool, of all of, of all of all places. If anyone's yeah. been to Blackpool, and um, I was working on a caravan park. Uh, selling caravans because that you know uh, <laughs> is there anything more northern yeah. what, what was it side hobby of racing whippets like like no, that's, that's, sorry that's Yorkshire I apologise that's Yorkshire, that's Yorkshire. Yeah. I apologise you know apologize. we're going up towards but, um, and I we wanted something we're going out and we all had to dye our hair uh, blonde so there's a picture out. I, mean, I only did it once. So, you know, there's a picture out there with me. How much peroxide was yeah, used? Yeah, I was a peroxide man. But you would say it looked like a pint of Guinness, you know, because it was just, it was just. So you managed to get actually like white, white then. Well, it was, it was, it was, you know, uh, white, white blonde. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but it was only it's pretty good going though. It was I, only I for a short time. Could never get my hair there. To, to the point where the lady said when she was doing my hair, she's like, look, because I wanted like electric blue, and she goes, look. Your hair is too black, and the best yeah. we're gonna do is get it to like a yellowy ginger. And if you put blue in it, you're gonna look green. Mm. So and, uh, I guess we go with red. But yeah, yeah. red. Yeah. So yeah. so yeah, impressive that you were able to get it to go to you know to Guinness. Well, it, well it's yeah. Well, it's just put on bl- well. I say Guinness. It's just blonde, isn't it? Yeah. You know, it's just using the fact that I'm black <laughs> and I've got white hair. Yeah. Still though, if you manage to get the blonde, it's pretty good going. Yeah. Well, I would never. You know, I was never one of those ones. You look at um. Someone like Phillips Adoue, who's uh, a triple jump, uh, no, a long jumper, uh, British long jumper, I don't know if you know him. And also porn, porn star, clearly, because you know about him. Yeah, clearly, yeah. <laughs> but he, he's, um, he's don't you know. back reference if we're going to cut it. <laughs> he's, he's famously, well, I don't know if we should cut that porn, but that's oh, quite good. Porn bit's really good. Yeah. It is a good bit. Yeah, um, it tackles a lot of issues. Yeah, he, uh, he famously uh, dyed his hair. Well, it's the same as Dennis Rodman. Dennis yeah, Rodman, yeah, yeah. Dye, you know, let's go with someone that, you know, is universally known, you know, uh, Kim, Kim Jong-un's best friend. Best buds. Best bud. Uh, he dyed his hair all the time. Um, and these people used to say, oh, why don't you dye your hair? Why don't you do this? And it's like, nah, man, you know, I'm cool with, with what I've got. Um, and I, I, you know, sometimes you just think people, you know, wanted you to be, a, be there, be their doll. You know, yeah, be yeah. their makeup doll. The hair model. Yeah. Or try some oh, stuff listen, out you know. You. Let's see what you, let's see what, let's see what the black guy would look like with uh, red hair. <laughs> mm. But yeah, but the one that really gets to me is every time someone wants to rub your hair, like you're you know like like you're there as a like a genie or something. Yeah, you know that that you're a play toy. Yeah, it's a real it's a real it's really it's a, it's an annoyance actually. Yeah, yeah. It really annoys you. 
It annoys, you know, it's not just, it annoys black people. That it's like, it's just hair. There's not, it's not, it's, you have, the, you have hair like I have hair. We just have different styles of hair. Mine's a bit more tighter, you know, a bit more spongy, which you always used to get called a Brillo pad. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, Bab's shaking his head like, yeah, I've used that, I've used that term. <laughs> I didn't know any black people. You didn't, did you? <laughs> I'm yeah. trying to think if I did. There's one black kid. God, you didn't know school. any black people in your school, mate. Secondary school is probably one, one black. Kid. And if you did, it was it was called Black Joe, and there was yeah. no, and, no, and there was literally yeah, one no, Joe yeah. in the in the whole village. Yeah, but it was Black Joe. Yeah, he didn't even. It was only <laughs> Joe, but we always have to put that on. Yeah, yeah, we have that in our town. Oh, do you know? Oh, do you know? Do you know Black Herbert? Well, I know Herbert. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, I know Herbert, but. I didn't know. I didn't know whose reference is Black Herbert. Well, just in case a White Herbert comes along, we don't want to confuse matters. Mm. One of two Herberts. <laughs> well, it's like Black Brian, White Brian. Yeah, exactly. This is quite funny. Now, with hair at school, like um, even with uh, my school, even like um, when some of the white boys had like I don't know, slightly, I don't know, crazier, more out there hairs, they would hair dyes or whatever. They would make them like go back and like dye it black again, or like even some of the girls. And then some of them they would let get let them off. They had it like it's just like I don't know. They'd lighten the tips or something. Mm. But the teacher would always say like, "Oh, we don't want you to have anything too crazy because it would be distracting." And I'm thinking like, how 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 much how short do you th- how how short do you think our attention spans are that we're gonna get distracted by? Also, like we'll once I've seen once, material. I, once I've seen uh once I've seen like some fun uh interesting haircut. Okay, I've seen it. Mm. Um, okay, that's about what five seconds, ten seconds. After that, I'm not just gonna keep looking at it. Well, I don't know if it's fucking crazy haircut. <laughs> if it's outrageous, you you know, you might you may find yourself staring a bit in class, like, why the fuck did you do that? Maybe if someone's got like a fractal. <laughs> oh, sorry, miss, I forgot the equation. But why did you do? Maybe that? if someone's got like a fractal shaved into the side. Yeah. Oh my god, I remember this. Oh, he's uh, got the quadratic equation shaved in the back of his head. I remember this girl <laughs> in my. I remember this girl in my hometown. Um, she had six 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 shaved into her head, and. She and I remember having sex the with her. Iron Maiden this fan. Was bef- this was before. <laughs> this was before. And I remember, I, yeah, I'd had, se- I'd had sex with her. And uh, we went, we, we ended up all at this party. And she rocks up with, and she, she was a uh, mixed race mixed race girl, but she rocked up and she had 666 in the side of her head. And it was like, I think I might have gotten there just before she went crazy. Because <laughs> it was just, it was like, now that's the one where you just, you couldn't help look throughout the party. You know, you just you'd be sat there and you'd be like, it just it would just it'd be in your head like, why was she? Why did she do that? What was the what was the reason behind it? Was it a statement or was she just she was a satanic you know worshiper? I, I mean, I got nothing on this. Don't I, worry I, about I, it. I, I, got no, no, I got no angles. No, there was no, there's not even trying to be funny. It was just a, uh, just a moment of reflection of uh, this nutty girl. The only thing I can think of is that. Like she asked for nine nine nine, and then because they did the mirrors at the back, then they did the mirrors at the back <laughs> because of the way the reflection worked. It looked like nine nine nine, but it was actually six six six. And she went, oh, yeah, there we are. Done. Okay, okay. Here's actually, here's, here's something. Um, so f- this is where people, you know, the other day, I cut my own, I, I shaved my own hair. Yeah. And uh, this is just funny. And I missed a bit at the back. Oh, I remember this. Oh well, then it's happened a couple of times then. Yeah. <laughs> Was it it's the same a, spot? It was probably wasn't the same spot. And um, I've gone out, and uh, a friend of mine's like, 
Oh shit! So, so what you doing? What you doing with your hair, man? What's this new? What's this new look? And like, what you talking about? He's like, you left the strip at the back. He's like, have you joined the Harry Krishnas? He thought it was a statement cut, like a statement haircut. I was like, nah, mate, I just missed it. The worst mullet. Did ever. you have a perfect square like last time? Was oh, I told you. I told you. No, that that square was. That square, did I, did I have a square? I saw you with a square one time. No, possibly. How do you get the perfect square? Yeah, uh, I guess you went like that and then you went like that. Yeah, yeah. A friend of mine, but a mate, a friend of mine I did shave that. only 90 degree angles, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> a, friend of, a friend of mine did that to me. Oh, um, uh, okay. Uh, back in the day, when I moved to London, he, was, uh, he cut my hair and he did it on purpose. And so, as you're saying about the, the mirror, yeah. So he's done yeah. that. He's done that. He showed me the back of my head, <laughs> but he's done it very quick, you know. And he's and I was like, yeah, yeah, that's all right, man. That's all right. I go into work the next day. <laughs> no one has said a word. I'm just walking around with this fucking square patch at the back of my head. Uh, and I get back to the yard. I get back home, and my friend, uh, other friend, was like. <laughs> Do you know what he's done? To you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? The, what the fuck? And I was like, oh, George, you're a cunt. So, then, so thereafter, I was like, George, you're not touching my head. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but that was that was funny. That's a good prank. That's a good prank. <laughs> but, that, but but people think that. Yeah. I, don't, I think with hair anyway, people think that you're doing something. You've done it purposely, right? You yeah. know, so they're not going to say anything. <laughs> I work for Squarespace. That's why. Oh <laughs> yeah. Let's get some Squarespace and, and if, sponsorship if up in here. Squarespace, yeah, do 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 sponsor. Do us. get in touch, you Squarespace. Every other podcast. My favorite whiskey right now is amazing. I've got two, but the one that is my pride of joy that I love drinking and you've got is a is a ten year old Optimal. Now, oh my God, God, it's amazing. It's made by the same guys that do Brook uh, Brook Lady and uh, who also do Port Charlotte, and it's okay. a super okay. peaky whiskey. Now your textbook, Smoky Whiskey, that most people are aware of, like a Lagavulin like sixteen. Oh, I love Freud. Yeah, 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 uh, pale ale, like you know, like you've got double pale ales and triple pale ales. Like, it, it's been so so peaty, it transcends from being just a peaty whiskey into just something else. That was a very orgasmic sound oh. in your voice there, but my but. god, it's amazing. I'm looking at Matt, right? <laughs> no, no, no knowledge of whiskeys, really. No. Oh my god, god, it's amazing. What is code switching? I have no idea. Yeah, code switching is uh, changing your register, so like. The different way of talking around different people. Oh. So then also like white people taking on a, like a, a black affectation. Yeah, that like, fucking annoys me. Yeah. <laughs> that annoys me, and it also annoys me how people actually think that you're not as I'm saying. That they up expect top, that you will yeah, talk with them. Oh, because you don't talk a certain way, or you don't like to use certain words that you know, such as nigger, mm-hmm. uh, not such as as that is the word where. You know, people think that it's it's in it's in a black person's character to to that's their vernacular. Yeah, that's what they use. That's what they use all the time. And it's like, oh, what if you if you don't talk a certain way, you can't be you can't be black. Is that coming from other black people? Other black people? Or is that coming from? 
No, that's coming from that's usually coming from white people. But even within your own, even within your own, in your own. Uh, oh yeah. Even within your own race, you know. So Bav, Bav's, uh, you know, he speaks. He would speak to other people. You know, he speaks like a white person. But that's bullshit. You just speak the way you speak. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, that's just how you talk. It's got nothing to do with your, your color. Or I, I, and also allocution. I had allocution lessons. Yeah, 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 fair enough. Yeah, they forced, forced out any... any. Oh, mine's just yeah. natural. Yeah. <laughs> mine's just, I'm just eloquent anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's that, that's, that's the annoying. That, and when you're younger, I suppose, it's, you know, when you're younger and you're... If you're like me, you're trying, you, you're trying to find your place because you're mixed. Um, that you had to, you, you know, you would talk a certain way. You know, definitely around, definitely around your people. And, then, you know, when you were growing up, you may, you know, you may have been, you know, street talk. Yeah. You know, um, using, you know, using particular slang using, and talking a certain way. Um and there, there, there is that. You know, I can, I, I can still relate to a younger, a younger, uh, younger man or younger woman on the street, or grown. You know, from that, that from a certain time. Based on you know, still, still keeping, I suppose, still keeping abreast of how, you know, the the um, the culture of what's going on, and how they, you know, how they talk, but. You're not going to get me talking like that. That's a, that you're not going to. I don't talk like that on a daily basis. Yeah. But to relate to someone, because that's another way, you know, to to have a you know to relate to people. Right. Yeah. You can you know you, you can do what you say by code switching. Mm. And I th- but that that's I think that's just I think that's just a, a way of being able to get on a level with all different people. Yeah. You know. Does that yeah. make sense? Does that yeah. Make no, sense? I agree. I agree. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think like, like, do I actively change the way I speak, or the cadence of my voice, or the, you know, or, or the or the selection of words I use depending on who I'm speaking to, in order to, to do, either just engage with them, and I I, I, knew, I think I think naturally you do, yeah, but, I think but like it's you know, but I wouldn't if I'm speaking to like you know, uh, you know, a, a, an Indian Indian straight from India, I wouldn't then just go. go I am going to speak with you like, no, <laughs> because I want to make sure that you do not think that I am a coconut. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I, like, and, and I'm not going to do that. Yeah. But I, I think I would maybe just engage a bit more in the mannerisms. Mm. And I definitely probably engage a bit more in just saying, um, like, you know, like, um, Anne, and like just put some words in and just put some little little bits that bobs in, like, and, but yeah, I think, I think that just happens. I did, I did that once. And this is funny. So we were, I was with my partner, and um, we were invited to her boss's uh, her boss's barbecue, and he was a he was a uh, senior guy in the company, corporate guy, lots of money, blah blah blah. And so I I, go, I turn up, we go we go to this uh, barbecue, and I'm engaging with him and some other people, and I started you know, articulating in certain ways and throwing, in certain, you know, throwing, you know, talking in a different manner to the point where my girlfriend was like, what are you doing? <laughs> that's, not, <laughs> that's not you. Why are you, why are you talking like this? And, and she was right. I was like, I don't know why. I, I just. What were you doing? I, but I can't, I can't, you know, I can't remember exactly the, the you know. But which, which way were you leaning? Yeah. I was going up. 
you know, I was I was being more trying to be more. You're posh. very Fraser. Uh, okay. Trying to be more posh. Yeah, yeah. trying to be. Um, I say trying to be uh, posher, not more yeah. posh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, posher. <laughs> More posh. They're, this is who I am. This is who I, I was trying to be posher, and and it's not to say that you know I wasn't holding conversation, yeah. and I wasn't uh, I wasn't with them in what we were talking about. Yeah. But it was how I was talking and what I was saying and the way I was and cadence and the way I was, you know, way I was delivering the, you know, yeah. and it was and it was completely not. It was it wasn't me, but how you know how I was engaging with them in regards to the content. You know, and the, the conversation yeah, was yeah. fine, but it was just the way I was, was just the way I was talking. I was talking like an absolute prick. <laughs> <laughs> I was, and it wasn't it wasn't me. And sometimes, you know, I think, and I was I was a lot younger then, yeah. so I thought, you know, I was put myself on where I am, who I'm around, yeah, right. and basically putting more. And this is probably why you do this sometimes: putting more onus on other people, and you know, putting them on a pedestal. Yeah, right. You know, and yeah. saying that you have to go up to them. Yeah. Where actually you can meet people, you know, so it kind of contradicts. You can meet people on a level anyway, just being yourself as long as you, you know, uh, as long as you're, uh, how do I put this? Oh, I've lost my, I've lost my train of thought on this one. No, but I, I, no, but I agree with that. Cause I think that, I think there is, it's, it's our only thing, right? Because you know, right now in politics, everybody talks about how they want their politics to be all, uh, authentic, right? Yeah, someone you could have a beer with. Right, exactly. But yeah, like, you know, and I, I've done the same thing. When you've been in, in surroundings or you're in like client events or you're just meeting with people who are more senior and your concern is like, I don't want to come across as an idiot or I don't want to come across as someone that you're going to look down at. So you end up, and, and, and I end up doing this, like I end up, Started pausing a bit more, maybe started doing like a Hugh Grant, Hugh Grant stutter a bit more. <laughs> uh, <laughs> maybe just maybe just hold a bit more until I can find the the right word with like enough syllables in yeah, to, yeah. to 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 properly articulate what I'm trying to convey. You know, like like so like that's what you end up end up doing. And then the irony is like if you were just being yourself, that's fine. Th they'll probably be more likely to a remember you. And and whether they like you or not, it's like well, that, the the liking is the irrelevance. It's, it's you know. Yeah, uh, is it's um first of all you don't want yeah it's like that if, you, if you're if someone's senior yeah it's you and you're and in, in this particular um uh, scenario you're with a part you're with your partner right and not that you're not that you're going to embarrass them anyway not that you're going to embarrass them anyway but you just want to be you just want to be extra right you go you go actually go over the top yeah you know because you want to make a good impression and you think, and I don't know why, but you think that good impression is by being this other person, right? Yeah, kind of like, like being yourself hard. isn't good enough. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. And but with age, you understand that actually being yourself is just fine. But that again, that just comes with, in my opinion, with age because some yeah, yeah sometimes good. you don't feel as confident when you're like 25 around you know around corporate people at that time who are like 45, 50. But, but we are also older. And so, therefore, we naturally have more gravitas now. Yes, exactly. So, yeah. so and fewer shits to give. Yeah, right. <sighs> uh, amen to that, man. <laughs> <laughs> I could not give a shit anymore. I've got to that point of whatever, whatever. It, if it comes out of my mouth and you don't like it, that's on you. It's not on me. For me, I feel like I have uh, like a wandering accent syndrome. I don't feel like um, I really ended up with a... Like a regional accent, like this isn't. No, your how your accent is generic as very very bland, very nothing. Yeah, yeah. So like, uh, when I, for example, when I took like a family trip to uh, meet 
went to see uh, stay with our cousins in Texas. I no, started talking. No, you didn't. No, <laughs> yeah. you didn't. No, not even. I didn't no, get that. No, you were that. in that summer draw, man. No, taking summer draw in Texas. But no, goddamn boy. <laughs> not even that. It was so messed up and weird and halfway garbled. Just saying water or whatever. Water, yeah. water. Well, that ain't fucking Texas, I know. is I'm it? D- I can't. It's a long time ago. But no, but this creeps in with I, uh, if I'm ha- getting a bit too jolly and drunk. Like if I'm hanging around with this Irish friends and then my sister taps me on the back and like, what, are you Irish now? <laughs> prick. It's like, oh, God, the shame. Oh, no, that's. I think that's funny, though. I think that's funny more than anything else. I mean, it's not intentional, but it probably sounds like I'm being a right but yeah. then, idiot. But, uh, you know, I, I, lost, I lost my accent. I, lost, I purposely lost my accent when I moved from Banbury to London. Um, what was just, your accent before you? Well, I can't even do it now. But yeah. you just got to. It was it was a real country accent, um, right? And it was and it was noticeable. And even now, I have a generic English, a generic London accent. Yeah, right. It's not south. It's not west. It's not north or anything like that. It's just generic. But there will be there will be moments where you can you know you can hear the twang from where I'm from. Um, but I, I remember having a friend who moved to. Now this is he moved to <laughs> New, he moved to New York. And within six months, he came back with a New York accent. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, nah, dude, just, just, just drop the pretense, man. Drop the pretense. You hey, know. buddy, I'm walking here. Yeah, I'm walking here, I'm man. Walking. I'm walking here. Yeah, do a bagel with some smear. <laughs> like I kind of got shit American. It was like, man. yo, come on, man. I won't, I won't put him on blast on here. No one's listening, but it's like, dude, you've been there for six months. <laughs> You haven't lost your accent that quick, you know. It's been in our 14, 15 years. That's a difference, you know. But it was just how he came back. He had this swagger. He had this way about him. He had this New York accent. It's like, nah, 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 nah. That's not you, man. That's not you. But yeah, move. Yeah, but move. Because accent, you know, there is a there is a discriminate discrimination. Like two accents. Yeah, I had. And also, lit- like people use it to like uh, place you in, like when you're making first impressions, right? I've noticed that um, people get kind of uh, anxious when they can't place me. What do you mean they can't place you? They can't place where he's from. Yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, is he from England? He's from England, but like, is he from north, south, east, west? I can't work it out. Sorry, sorry, and they need to specify. Who's like, perplexed by other white people? Right? Other, other, yeah, yeah. Like other people. Other people. Yeah, that's all. It's, well, the accent thing is, is obviously, it's interesting, you know, to learn where, you know, to learn where someone's from because everyone has, you know, it's funny when you go to an American. When I was in New York at one time, this, uh, I met this, I met this, he was in the bar and this girl was like, I love your accent. And I was like, yeah, I love yours too. She's like, I haven't got one. <laughs> like I'd offended her by telling her that she had an accent. She's like, no, I don't have an accent. I'm like, well, yes, you do. <laughs> you know, we I have do. one, you have one, everyone has one. Because that's what makes us bloody different, with, you know. Of pockets of differences because and but yeah some people find really talent that they have an accent like that you've offended them somehow um i recently um uh consulted the services of a careers advisor coach person um just to help me just navigate hong kong's you know searching jobs in hong kong it's fucking difficult um and the one of the first things she said was like look don't take this the wrong way but when Hong Kong local recruiters look at your face and look at your name, they aren't going to assume that you have a British accent. Yeah, yeah. They're going to assume that you have an Indian accent and that is going to be a negative. And, and like, like I, I, could, I could understand that. And I, I know where that was coming from. Like I wasn't. You I, understand I, it, but doesn't I, it annoy you? 
it does bother me. Yeah. Absolutely yeah, does. Yeah. I mean, like, like it's like, like my qualifications aren't enough. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, if, if I was literally the, it, the effort and the work that I put in right. to get to where I am. I mean, if I'm saying everything I'm saying right now with the same words, with the same intellect and the same precision, but with this accent, you're telling me that this somehow. I mid- wouldn't give you the job if you spoke like yeah, that. No, I mean, <laughs> no, who, who, who would hire a Welsh person, mm. right? But like, I mean, it's it, it was it was a thing where like you know your accent, how important that is, and it's, it's like, to a point where now I've made a conscious effort on my LinkedIn, and this is whether I'm playing into it or not, to just put into the posting about videos, to, well, posting videos, but no, no, videos, but putting in the about, just saying British citizen yeah. into it, and it's like, yeah. and, and and it sounds like I feel horrible doing it, That's but like, doing it though, but it's 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 a way of kind of just 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 you know, I mean, if that's what they're going to be thinking anyway, like, do I do I hope that I'm going to approach someone that's going to be a bit more evolved and a bit more aware of things and actually read the information on there and not make a judgment or do I just have to lean into the fact that I that's one additional hurdle that I'm going to have to overcome mm. when navigating Hong Kong's um employment market I think I th- I think even if you if you even if you put that the name your cult you know your 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 heritage being Indian yeah is is still going against you yeah you know, I I'd agree yeah, yeah. It, you know you can say native speaker British citizen, born and bred, you know, here and there. But hey, to to here, you're, you're Indian. There's no word of like. I thought I was the only, I was the only clever black person in my town, which there weren't many, you know, because I was the only black person in the offices. Right. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. and that was that was a choice of mine in that I never wanted to work. Uh, I never wanted to work in the factory. Right. I never wanted to work. You know, I was like. At the time, I was like, I'm better than this, you know, yeah. um, and I'm going to strive, you know, I'm going to strive for something higher, you know, than working in there. Uh, and I'd go into offices and I would be the only, the only one. And I, you know, and I, I used to get this from my own, my own friends that the way I spoke, you know, I'd use, I'd use certain words. The way I spoke wasn't, wasn't, uh, wasn't us yeah right you know like you sold out yeah 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 i was you yeah. know that yeah i'm not you know i wasn't i wasn't you know even i wasn't black I wasn't black enough because i wasn't talking a certain way and it was it's it, and you struck you struggled with that as a, you know because in a small town like where i was from and it was a very racist town that you'd have to be you wanted to you wouldn't you would come together as as a as a culture yeah. Because of, you know, in a sense, not in a sense, safety and numbers, so to speak, but that's where you felt most comfortable. Um, but even within that most being comfortable, you still were singled out, you know, for talking a certain way. Yeah. 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 yeah you try to assimilate one way and, and then get uh, the, the other way. Right. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Basically, you can't win. Yeah. Right. Now I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Right. <laughs> But no, I think I think there's something about accents there, where where um, the the at least and I think it's I think it's definitely more so with Indians than than maybe I might be if you disagree with me on this one, but I think definitely more so with with Indians or or people with a brown skin that you are going to assume straight off the bat that they're going to have an accent. What Indians? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Indians or Pakistanis or or Arabic or any any anyone with a brown skin, they will have a strong accent and. Um, and it, that that's just is going to be a precursor outside. I, 
unless you're in London, and I think even then it's a bit mm, hit or miss. But outside of London, it's going to be a challenge. But London's probably the one place where you'd probably be okay. I was about to say where you wouldn't have that issue as much. But I think outside of outside of London, I think it's um, you know you're going to make the assumption. Yeah. That, I, I mean, if the, the stats are probably on the side of that assumption being correct. I agree but, with you. Yeah. London being as multicultural as it is. Um, and with Indians, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't think that. You don't think that off the bat straight away. Now, ironically, what I think about when I think of Indians in London is that they're going to talk like they're black. <laughs> that, that's, that's, that's my, my first and, and you know what, man? You are right. You are exactly right. They talk and uh, invert that they're, they're, they're that they're like they're black. Yeah, I just always found that. Hilarious. It's, just, well, it's, it's the same with. Uh, uh, inner city white kids, yeah, right. You know, from the estates, they 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 talk like they're black. Yeah, you know, um, or but it's not, but actually, not particularly just black. It's and I have to backtrack. It's again going back to the slang, the way the cadence, the way people talk. Yeah, it's the language. You know, it's like you know, if you look at grime, grime has a certain language to it. Um, so I, you know, it's the kids. It's funny. It's the kids that are suburban kids, you know, who are, who are not from in the city. <laughs> that's where I. That's where I get my back up. It's like, yo, just be you, man. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, in, what? When was, last, when was last? Yeah, yeah. When was last time you was in East London? <laughs> when was last time you was, you was down Bow? When was last time you was in Stratford? Never. You don't even know where it is. <laughs> and they're coming out with. They're coming out. They're like they're rude boys or something like that. <laughs> Uh, it's quite it's quite funny actually. I mean I mean there's probably one thing to p- point to you, Matt. Like like as a white person and I'm very very down with the black slang. Right. Well I was saying like did you ever feel the the urge or or, or or the necessity or did your peer group um have that urgent necessity to to adopt another culture's way of speaking or identifying in order to I guess make yourselves seem either different or more interesting or or relevant to to where you were. I'm trying to think. I think probably more came from ironic detachment and like bow selector. Right. Right. Okay. And just like awful uh, bastardization of said. So so it was, a, it was a parody of a parody. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so it wasn't okay. Okay. It was an Ali G thing, wasn't it? Yeah. It's a knowing, yeah, half ironic, or you never re- legitimately, legitimately trying to pull it off, and I never saw anyone legitimately try and pull it off until um, going to Tokyo, when you see like all these white boy DJs getting on the mic yelling Hollywood. It's like, nah, man, <laughs> you're from <laughs> <Hollywood>. Ohio. <laughs> Hollywood. Just like, call an answer, and it's like being. Uh, Big DJ MC or whatever. Okay, okay. But then chat talking black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, no. I yeah. mean, people here probably didn't see it, but no. That would, <laughs> I'd, I'd like it. to see that. That'd be quite funny. <laughs> because it's no, it's no, well, it's no different to before, before a, um, before British, uh, rap. For UK hip hop. Yeah, UK hip hop got its legs. Yeah, you know every, back in the day, every MC. They put on uh, American w- accents, yeah. They? they put on American accents, and it was only until sort of like London Posse, you know, Black Twang, and all that uh, came out and were 
was spitting in there in the in the English accent that actually found a place. You know, they actually got a they got their own they got their own scene, they got their own culture, they got their own style. So you you know, maybe Tokyo is still is still trying to find Well I think that, yeah, I mean the, the Japanese acts or whatever, they they I think they have worked on getting their own thing, but it's more like just the uh the Americans or Australians or British who just moved there and then put on a certain costume and then sell themselves as this thing to some promoter. Well, I mean, I guess without without linking it back to something we mentioned earlier, but may, maybe the reason why I don't know if there's such thing as white culture is because we just don't have that opportunity to witness it. But if you move to a predominant it to Japan, which is almost like 99% Japanese, yeah, and you're the white person there. Then it's probably easier to just adopt something, whatever the prevailing white culture is there, to just adopt that. But I mean, like American cu- American culture is pretty pervasive. Like you get no, still get American movies and yeah. TV shows, and well, that's predominantly be, white. Right? Hence why it'd be so easy to just adopt that, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. rather than trying to forge something else. Just lean into what is already available. Yeah, sure. Anyway, just thought. Yeah. I don't I've been thinking about this um, recently about um, what do what are diasporas. Like when they arrive in a new country or a new landmass, like what do you set up for yourself, and what does that say about the co- the home culture? But if you think of like like the Chinese diaspora, mm. when you think of Chinatowns, yeah, you've got most of like what restaurants yeah. and maybe margin parlors, isn't it? Well, some great direct dry cleaning. Yeah, dry. Yep. But like when you see Brits abroad or Irish people abroad, Europeans abroad, like uh, Germans or whatever, it's it's bars, it's Beer, beer gardens. Well, depending on where you go, <laughs> you know, if you're in, uh, for a fact, if you're in Bolivia, you're not, you're not, <laughs> you know. Well, actually, I don't know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so you know, yeah, this is white people are sitting on gold. It's what you yeah, see, like, the white gold. Uh, the Brits abroad is just an embarrassment, isn't it? It's just an embarrassment. <laughs> you know, I remember once being in Falaraki. Yeah. We, uh, we went to, you ever heard of Falaraki? I've heard of it, yeah. yeah. I've not, never had the pleasure. So uh-huh. we, we were staying in, we were staying in a, a place, so it was in Rhodes. We were staying in a place called Ixia, which is a bit, it was quieter. Um, and it was around 2002 for the World Cup. Okay. Um, so we oh, went- the one in Japan and South Korea? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we went into Falaraki uh, to watch the game. Uh, me and so my this partner. would be like nine in the morning. Yeah, it was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. It was exactly around that sort of time. And uh, we were playing. I think we were playing Norway at the time or something. And we won. We won sort of like two, two, three nil. And um, what happened afterwards was just a shock. It was just shocking that they were they were they were fighting outside McDonald's. <laughs> the Brits were fighting amongst the Brits outside McDonald's. After we just won a bloody game, you know, <laughs> it's like this is a moment of celebration, and to see that and to to see how, you know, to see how people look at us abroad, oh you know, God, I, yeah. I, I, I say us because obviously I'm from you know from the UK. I don't put myself in <laughs> that in that in that uh, in that in that category with them, but it is just it's just sad. Where because you are then as soon as you're yeah as soon you, as you step off that plane as soon as you step off that plane. Abroad. You're already tarnished with being a Brit abroad. Yeah, doesn't matter how you dress. Doesn't matter how you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh, it's they're probably waiting for 
you to get three, four beers in to see how you change. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and there's just, it's a really, it's, you know, I'm sure there's others. You know, the Irish abroad are fucking awesome. You know, if you ever, if you ever speak to anyone about, you know, about Irish abroad, you'll only hear that they bring a party. Yeah, right. They're just a good fun. They're good fun. They're having a, you know, excuse the pun, they're having a crack. Yeah. yeah. Um, Germans, you know, Russians, obviously, you know, I've heard bad things about Russians. <laughs> uh, I'm not xenophobic in any way, but I went to, when I was in Egypt, in Haggadah, they never, you know, the Russians never left the, the resort. They, and they, all, they did exactly. was, all they did was drink. I heard that the Russians, when they were on holiday, wanted to go and do something like uh, cultural. They wanted to learn something about the local history. Okay. That's what I heard. I've never heard that. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure they, they I'm sure they, <laughs> listen, I'm sure there's a, you know, there's a few exceptions to the rules out there. There's a few diamonds in the rough. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? What were Indians like abroad? Oh, before that, um, so I I went <laughs> I went to Singapore on holiday once, and it was uh we went to everywhere I went, it was like it was the Golden Week or whatever. So there was like loads of Chinese people on holiday, lots of Koreans on holiday. Yeah. And uh, they every time we got to um some show or whatever, you know the MC would do that crowd work thing. It's like, we got anyone from China in? Mm. Any? Do we have any Koreans in the house? Any Japanese? Is anyone here for India? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Going for uh, it. Indians love hearing about Brilliant. India. Yeah, like if you like India, like like any time, like my mum, for example, I've mentioned my mum before, but like any time India gets mentioned in the news, it's like it's like national pride. Like if anyone outside of India is talking about India, it's like, oh, we're relevant. Someone's it's what it's really 1.2 billion people, but like you know we're relevant. You know people are talking about us, and like I think like. With with Indians, other than Indians are going abroad to see their family, or to stay with family, mm. which is it's a trope. Um, I, th I think I think Indians when they go abroad, they're they're kind of um, it, it depends on the Indian. I, I think it's hard to generalize this one because it depends on the Indian. Like if you're a well-to-do Indian, then you're going to travel well. You're going to go to like five-star resorts, and you're going to be ostentatious about it. Uh -huh. But uh if if you if you're working class, then you're not gonna be leaving India. Like you're gonna be staying in India. And if you're lucky you you will go and visit your family member who lives somewhere else so you don't have to pay for accommodation because you can just stay at their place <laughs> for as long as it's as long as you can. Right? Uh, to get your money's worth out of the air flight. Like that is that is literally it. So like that's uh, Indian. yeah that's <laughs> Indians, right? Like, that's that's I think that's Indians and I feel I mean, as often as I do this, I feel like I'm I'm, I'm ever more ill place to make that that statement because mm. i've not been an indian indian for a very long time so the question is yeah when is it okay to do brown face there is no time well <laughs> let's put that to a test okay. i'm going to give you a couple of scenarios and you can ask me questions after you don't have to give an answer straight away. But we'll say, is it okay to do brown face or black face? Right. When? When is it okay to do black face or brown face? For example, dressing up as Jackson 5, Michael Jackson. <laughs> uh, how about then? How about then? Is it all right then? I mean, it depends. I mean, to be honest, but the, the well, benefit of Michael Jackson be is... If you want to be historically correct... 
than he was he was black at the time. So well, I mean, it depends. I mean, that's beauty of Michael Jackson. But is it Jackson. okay to do blackface then? No, but I think if you're doing Mike, if you're doing baby Michael Jackson. With, oh right, there we are. You're specifying the, the, the yeah. The when he's in the Jackson, when he's in the Jackson Five. Historically correct. Oh right, okay. Then if you're trying to be historically correct, then yeah, go on. But should but you I'm do it? I'm not. I'm not saying it's cut blast it. for everyone. <laughs> uh, what if you're doing um, Thriller era Michael Jackson? Then no. Then no. What if you're doing I'm, 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 uh, Make the World a Better Place, Michael Jackson? I mean, I mean, I think that's, know, a, that's the beauty of Michael Jackson. Anyone can be Michael Jackson. Do you, do you know? Do you know? I, I, me personally, is I don't get highly offended uh-huh. when you know. Even though I've said it before, that it's, it, yeah, you can see what you know. You know why it's offensive. Yes. Um, and I'm not going to sit here and speak for everyone. You know, in, in you know, it's black, but I don't get highly offended by it. It doesn't, it doesn't ruin my, it doesn't ruin my day. I think I might have said that before. I understand why it is. So, on one hand, there's no right time. There's no <laughs> right time to do it. On the other hand, uh, now, on the other hand, it doesn't really offend me. Now, when you know it's being done to be offensive, okay, yeah, yeah, you know that's a difference. When you know, you know that people are doing it to mock. And to have a laugh, this that and the other, then yeah. But on a, on a, on on a, on an everyday, I'm not really. I don't really. <laughs> get okay, oh, let me everyday blacking up. But I mean, like, well, let, let me throw this one at you then. Go on. Sorry, not sorry to cut you off there, Bev. But um, what if you uh you stuck your face in a chocolate fountain as part of a prank? What does that automatically then you, then make? You've got you? a brown face. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> is that, no, is that you're, okay? You're stretching it now. Well, Matt, uh, I stretching. mean. Wait till I get to the end of this list. First of all, I want to know why are you sticking your face <laughs> in a fucking chocolate fondue? On a dare? How about that? Okay. Well, then you just come out. <laughs> then you're not brown face. You just look stupid. <laughs> okay. How about, oh, go it's on, always go. it's always why it's always why people <laughs> that do these stupid dares, isn't it? Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. no. It is, that, then, I've seen some. Oh, stuff you've seen some, yeah. certain television programs. Oh, okay, on, yeah, but I'm talking about. Yeah, we're not. We're, yeah, I'm, I'm excluding the Chinese and the Japanese. <laughs> yeah, you're having a drink, <laughs> <laughs> and that's me, that's me being very racist. There, it's always white people that do this, but I don't really go. I've never really been out with anyone. You know, I said, "Hey, let's go and stick your head in a chocolate fondue." <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> But yeah, you get that the is kind of a white guy thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what, what, what about if I if I decided that I wanted to dress up as the Joker and put white face on? Now, am I doing white face to be like white Joaquin face clown, Phoenix, or a white? Or am face I doing white ah. face to be like? The well, no, you're just dressing up as a character, right? You know. So in a sense, in a way, so in what a, if so, you know, uh, Justin Joe dressed up as a character, which he did. But this if is you, what, this so you're is saying where, if you're playing the... Othello, does it count? Huh? If you're playing Othello, does it count? Well, I, I wish they wouldn't give it Othello to. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I see. It's a con- but yeah. if you're doing a one-man production <laughs> at, I mean, the, at the end of Refrain, well, then you know what? <laughs> I give you props for doing a one-man production of Othello. Do you know? <laughs> Okay. I um, think you take. I think you've bitten off more than you can chew. What if? What if? Uh, what if I just want to get really, really tan? Well, this is a funny. Like thing, I'm from Liverpool. Yeah, this is a funny. Th- oh, okay. Well, you should be orange. <laughs> yeah. This is a funny thing, isn't it? That when it comes to summertime, everyone wants. Everyone wants darker skin. Everyone wants white people. And this is interesting. White people say they look healthier. 
you got that healthy glow. Yeah. I, I had a flatmate once who... Um, <laughs> Jesus, white people, man. They, he just, don't, they just can't... Just be comfortable in your own skin. <laughs> he wanted said he wanted to have a healthy glow. I went down to his room once in uh, in December, knocked on the door, like to hang out and chat. And he would like only open it like a crack. He like he wouldn't come out. I was like, what's going on? And he's like, all right. And he opened up his door, and he was he had a sun he had a sunburn in December. How? In card because he'd been going to the sunbeds. <laughs> He said he wanted to have a healthy glow. The worst thing is, I always thought that he had like some kind of jaundice. I just thought he looked, <laughs> I thought he looked ill the whole time. But he'd been tanning. He'd been tanning. He'd been tanning. Not like when he got sunburned. I thought like I thought I always thought he looked a bit yellow. I always thought he was a bit jaundiced or something. Like he had a liver problem. But he'd just been going to the tanning vest. Is that why he'd been open? He just didn't want you to see that he'd he got tan- sunburned. He was like red. Oh, okay. So in the middle of winter. Wow. That's a shame. It's a shame you can't be happy with your your own look. Yeah. That you have to you have to you have to go to the extremes of giving yourself potential skin cancer. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> just to get just because you want to look a little bit healthy. I remember yeah, I remember this uh we was on we was on a we were in Egypt on the Nile and we were with this couple. Uh so basically we did a Nile we did a Nile cruise. And when when we when you go down on a the cruise they for dinner they basically sit you somewhere, and then that's your seat and the people that you sit with for the rest of for the, the rest of the cruise. For the rest oh, of the Jesus, cruise. Yeah, I yeah, can't yeah. think of anything worse. I know, I know. I, it took me about three years to get on this Nile cruise, <laughs> um, just because I was stereotypically black and I was worried about water. <laughs> I was worried about. I was worried about. I was worried about the boat sinking and there's crocodiles. Or, yeah. Is it crocodiles out there? Yeah, crocodiles. Um, so it took me ages. And anyway, we get we get put on this seat on these seats and fortunately we met two old ladies who were brilliant they were, um, and I still keep in touch with them uh, lovely lovely family um, and then there was this couple just just odd they were just odd and anyway this this woman um, was the girlfriend of this guy and they were going to a wedding after this to, and his ex his ex-wife was going to be there now this girl was transparent you know you could see the veins in her arms she was just right. she was just and she and all the whole two weeks that she was there, all she was doing was just sitting on the top, the top of the the top of the uh, the boat, just getting a suntan. Didn't go off for doing it. So she was like, "I ain't turned up to that wedding looking like this." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "That's good. <laughs> that is good. I I feel that you're gonna treat him well because she was just yeah." But there are certain people that you know need. Wanna, they need they, that vitamin D. Yeah, they need that. They need that little. Need uh, the D. You know, they need that little look, don't they? <laughs> okay, this last one I got. I went off there. Is it, <laughs> is it okay to be in blackface if you've dressed up for Halloween as a spider? No. <laughs> no. No, man. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know where you want us to go with these ones, Matt, because there's. No, <laughs> you're, that okay. No, you're fine, Matt. If you want to dress up as spider, you dress up as spider. I mean, now that well, there's there's thirty seven thousand spiders. You dress up as species. a black. Found it out from Ricky Gervais. <laughs> Ricky Gervais uh, in Noah's Ark. I'm sure there's a white spider out there. You could just dress up. <laughs> You've gone as a as a what's that common house one? Horse spider? No. I don't know. My I don't yeah, know. no, I'm not big on spiders. No, nor am I. Yeah, they're, they're, they're but I'll take your word for it. There's a horse spider. I'm going to yeah. Google it after we finish. <laughs>
Well, that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> that was a fun way to finish. Matt would like to next Halloween to dress up as a spider just so he can get away with blackface. Just go as a black hole. Just go as a cosmic black hole because... It, Is that okay? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just but, ask but a black man. <laughs> you have to be black. The whole point of this quiz is I ask both of you. <laughs> well, why, why would I? Why would I be offended if you dressed as a black man? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were doing research for both of us. Oh well, yeah, good yeah, to know that. That's where yeah. the yeah. wait. Didn't I have the, the chocolate one? The chocolate you're ones. not. Your your opinion is no concern, you. Bab. <laughs> you brought up the black hole. <laughs> What's your opinion on the black hole then, Bab? Um, well, I mean, it's an, it's an interesting phenomenon, isn't it? But, uh, dressing <laughs> up. <laughs> would it be okay to dress up as a black hole? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it would be. As Matt, long as you Matt, sucked I up all you, the Matt, energy around in the party, which I think the, you would. You can dress up the way you want to dress up. <laughs> and then you just have to deal with the, the, the repercussions and the consequences. That's the from whole your point actions. of the kids to ask. Yeah. Beforehand. I, this is a public service, Jason. Okay, it's well, my, pu- my public service is you don't go down... Hackney, <laughs> you know, <dressed> <laughs> as a spider. Yeah, yeah, well, you, what you if I've got the legs coming off? Where are you from again? Where's Devon? Devon. Yeah, you just stick down there, mate. You know, you'll do all right. You still yeah, do Morris yeah, dances. The irony is that he does that once, and then from that day on, he'll be known as Black Matt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah where's Black Matt? I want to drink with him. <laughs> he's a he's a good crack. That Black Matt. <laughs> He's a good guy, isn't he, Black Matt? <laughs> black Matt's one of us. Ah, oh, of the earth. We don't, we don't, we don't, don't, don't recognise Matt as black because <laughs> he, he plays sports. He, he plays for our football team. That's another. That's yeah. another thing. You know, that, that is another thing where you hear that. Um, it's been and it's been done for years. Uh, you got you got racist people in the in the football. Racist, you know, racist yeah. uh, crowds. And then you're like, but you got fucking Viv Anderson on there, or you know, or let's just say who's. Uh, Raheem Sterling. Ah, oh, but nah. <laughs> Raheem ain't black. He's what he, he plays for our team. Yeah. You know, it's a real odd how they can... A disconnect. Di- yeah, yeah, the disconnect. Yeah. Of, Cognitive disconnect. Yeah, because, because it's their football team. Yeah. That he's not... No, he's, he's, he gets a pass. Yeah, he gets a pass. But the other the other black people on the other team yeah. are fucking coons, jungle bunnies, niggas, this, that, and other. But good old Raheem. Nah, he's one of us, mate. Yeah. He's one of us. Very funny, very, very funny. Until he gets transferred. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> then he's got effigies burnt of him, you know, he's been hung from the fucking poles. It happens, mate, it happens. All right. Yeah, good, well, uh, on that positive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This has been, uh, what has this been? <laughs> uh, race fans. This has been race fans. Cheers, Matt. Cheers, yeah, Bab. Cheers, Matt. As always. Cheers, cheers. Now we can walk down this long fucking hill. Well, at least it's walking down, mate. Yeah. Okay, Matt's, basically, Matt has taken us into, <laughs> into a park where he probably comes with his victims. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> a well-lit, uh, yeah, tiny-ass park. Yeah. I, I, I think it's very generous if you think that Matt's victims come. <laughs> <laughs> and we finished on that one, Bam. Wicked, wicked. You've been listening to Race Fans, a race discussion on the Snake in the Room podcast. You can find me, Matt Hutchinson, at 808BBQ on Insta and at BBQBoy66 on Twitter. You can find Bab at BassBounds on Insta and at BabinBakutani on Twitter. This was a Snake Pod production for the internet. Jason's Instagram is this is Strickland, but where the I in Strickland is the number one, but the I in 
this and is still just eyes. I'll put it in the description below. Alright, uh, have a good time everybody, goodbye.